from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. Hello and a very warm welcome to our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspiring music and interesting nature study. With more music coming in, we shall end our program with a message from God's Word. This is your host Sharad and I am Maureen and you are listening to Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope. Let's begin our program with a song. Everlasting life Oh 
To know more on God's word, you could also write to us. Here's our mailing address. Adventist World Radio, Post Box number 17, Pune 411001, Maharashtra, India. You could also email us on adventistmediacenter at gmail.com. You may also follow our programs on our website awr.org slash English program. Before you hear God's word, here's another song. Father says, don't worry, for I've called you by name and you are mine. So when the flames of affliction threaten to ravage your soul, when the mighty waves of strife threaten to wash over that old ship of Zion, remember that it won't be long. For Jesus said, friends, I'm going to leave you now. But just as sure as I'm leaving you, I'm coming back to receive you. When he comes again, this corruptible is going to put on incorruption. This marvel is going to put on immortality. 
for we shall be changed. We shall be like you. Time to hear God's word. Repentance. We hear John the Baptist crying out, Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And we also saw in the passage before us, Matthew shows in chapter 3 verses 1 through 6 about the true repentance which we dealt with in the previous talk. And he also talks about something known as false repentance, which we found in verses 7 through 12. And today, or rather now, we are going to deal with false repentance. In verses 7 through 12, God warns us against the false repentance of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. The Pharisees believed God's word to the letter T and even added to God's word by adding laws to guarantee they wouldn't come close to breaking God's law. They were legalists, all law and no grace. The Sadducees were losers in their interpretation of scripture and didn't believe in miracles or in the resurrection. They were liberal theologians, fake grace and no law. And these Pharisees and Sadducees, they went to John and they want John to baptize them. In verse 7, we read, And when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming for baptism, he said to them, You brood of wipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit in keeping with repentance. John warns us against three evils of false repentance. And we are going to look into these three now. The first, he says, bear fruit in keeping with repentance. The fruit of good works is the outflow and so the evidence of true repentance. If you have truly repented, the fruit of it will show in your life. The Pharisees and Sadducees claimed 
to be heeding God's word and repenting for their sin. But they did not actually repent, which was plain in the fact that they did not confess their sins and they had no fruit of good works in their lives. When you repent, you change your mind, but that must also make you change your ways. Your total lifestyle has a change when you repent. John calls them, you brood of vipers. This means you little snakes. You are sons of the serpent, sons of your father, the devil, as Christ called them in John 8. Beware, lest you be one who cannot bear to hear God's word and cannot bear good fruit, because though you wear sheep's clothings, inwardly you are an unregenerate wolf. In your heart of hearts are you one of devil's snakes, or are you one of Christ's sheep? Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. You can read this in Matthew 7 verse 21. Who warned you? John asks the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Who warned you? Was it Satan or was it God? Who are you listening to, my friend? If you know it was God who commands you to repent, you would do it. But unfortunately, like John told the Pharisees, you do not listen to God. You are to be asked then, who do you listen to? Flee from the wrath to come. You know, John says the Pharisees and Sadducees are fleeing. They are running away from the wrath to come, from the anger that is to come. Just like the snakes hiding in a bush. And when the bush is put to flames, and when the fire gets hot, all of them run off from there. So false repentance flees the pain of God's judgment, but not the evil of one's own sin. Do you flee from your sin? to God your Savior, or do you flee from God's wrath to find comfort in different sin? You know, bear fruit in keeping with repentance. That is the first point. The second we find in verses 9 and 10, John commands us, don't claim to be righteous, but confess your sin. You know, when you read about it in verses 9 and 10, 9 says, And do not presume to say to yourself, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children of Abraham. Even though Job was the most righteous man of his day, God found fault with him for this reason. He justified himself rather than God. You can read about this in Job chapter 32, 2. Exactly what the Pharisees did. He justified himself rather than God. And God can't reject us because he chose Abraham and Abraham's descendants. That's us. 
And if everyone is coming to be baptized, and if that's God's plan, then we want to do it too. If everybody is confessing their sins, when we get together and pray, then I'm going to confess my sin too. Whether I mean it or not, I go through that act. Do you remember when Jesus told you what is wrong with this kind of repentance? Let's read about it in Luke chapter 18, verses 10 through 14. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like the other man. Extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I get. But the tax collector? Poor man, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven. But he beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. When you repent of your sins, don't claim to be righteous. Just confess your sins as a sinner. The last point John tells you is about the power of Jesus Christ. False repentance doesn't stand a chance against the wrath of Jesus Christ. Let's read about it in verses 10, 11, and 12. It reads, Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, does not bear good fruit, is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But the shaft he will burn with unquenchable fire. The trees that do not bear fruits are the unbelievers, and the fire into which they will be thrown is the everlasting conscious torment of the fire of hell. And because Jesus has come, you are already on the way there. The axe is laid to the root of your tree. Will Jesus take you to be his own or will he cast you away? Today is the day of salvation. The time to repent is now. False repentance doesn't stand a chance against the power of Jesus Christ. That's the bad news. But the good news is that if you truly repent, your sin doesn't stand a chance 
against the power of Jesus Christ. Did you hear that? What's the bad news? That false repentance doesn't stand a chance against the power of Jesus Christ. And what's the good news? That if your repentance is true, your sin doesn't stand a chance against the power of Jesus Christ. Christ makes men holy by his Holy Spirit. He does it today. John the Baptist didn't leave to see the day when God would pour out his Holy Spirit on the church. But God did it at Pentecost. And now, when he takes hold of you by his Holy Spirit at your conversion, and when he convicts you of sin, righteousness, and judgment, like how we find in John 16, 8, and when you repent today, your sin doesn't stand a chance. He will gather his wheat into the barn, but the shaft he will burn with unquenchable fire. Do you belong to Jesus Christ? Have you repented of your sins? If you have Christ's reassurance, let's read this reassurance in John chapter 10, verses 27 and 28. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand. You may say, I don't want to repent today. If you are his sheep, he already has a hold on you and he will bring you to repentance whether you like it or not. Your sin doesn't stand a chance. Take heart in that. Remember, that he leads you in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And what brings him glory is also for your good. His goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life, but they come through the path of true repentance. In Acts 17.30, God commands all men everywhere to repent. That means the Pharisees and that means you and me. The word of the cross is folly to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is a power of God. 1 Corinthians 1.18 Do you believe the gospel of Jesus Christ? Will you repent of your sins? Let's end by reading Romans 1.16 I am not ashamed of the gospel. For it is the power of God unto salvation for all who believe. Yes, my friends, if we believe in God and if we believe that Jesus Christ came and died for us, our repentance is going to be true repentance and not false repentance. God bless you. The Holy Scriptures says, Your world is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. Psalms 119 verse 105.
Indeed, my dear listener, what a treasure we have in God's Word. The Holy Bible is relevant to today's issues and gives solid guidance for daily living. With this, we have almost come to the end of our program. To learn more on God's Word, we would love to receive your letters on Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number 17, Pune 411-001, Maharashtra, India. You could also email us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com. We invite you to follow our programs also on our website. That's awr.org slash English program. This is your host Sharad. And I'm Maureen signing off from Adventist World Radio. Do join us again along with your family and friends. Until we meet again via radio, we wish you goodbye. And God bless you.